Do you want to start this one? Paul, let's go. Your boys are back. Another lovely day. It's always a lovely day because you're listening to the pals. We're about to make your day a whole lot better. I'm your pal, Ricky Leroy. <laughs> I don't know why I froze there. Yeah, I don't know why you did it. I was it. just staring at Rick. I'm your pal, George. You got lost in my eyes. Boots Alice. Yeah, man. You got nice eyes. You look good today, buddy. Uh, You're very you know, sporty. Ah, sporty spice. Uh, <laughs> what a dick. Welcome, welcome back to the Pals Podcast. Uh, if you are listening for the first time, we thank you and appreciate you listening. If you are one of the returning pals, we obviously appreciate all your support over the last year and a half or so that we've been doing this. Uh, if you are new, please subscribe, like, review. It means the world to us. And Georgie, why don't you tell them who we had on yeah, today? Yeah, Richard, I got you. Don't worry. We had the boys from Always Never on. Always Never, uh, for those who don't know, is the huge up-and-coming R&B group. I mean, they're not up-and-coming. They're kind of there, but they're uh, a big up-and-coming group out of Toronto. Um, the boy, they, they honestly have a terrific energy, a terrific style, and they came on to talk a little bit about how they, um, how they started their career, how they came together, which is a bizarre, not a bizarre story, very unique story. It's just not something you think would be possible um, and not something that you hear most people making hit songs via this way i guess no, so yeah it, it, it's an interesting origination story of how they, they came together and then they kind of took us through their career their inspiration we heard a little bit about dean's uh secret of uh, affection for a canadian group that might trigger some people but uh <laughs> you know he he loved it so we respect it anyways yeah, yeah what about we yeah we had a great conversation great guys dean pat thank you so much for coming on the, the podcast and sharing your story and let's give a special shout out to some of our amazing sponsors We'd like to give a shout out to our presenting sponsor, Cottage Springs. Uh, they make some of the greatest vodka waters, vodka sodas out there. Uh, definitely check them out at your local LCBOs. Zero carbs, zero grams of sugar. Uh, we've said it on this podcast numerous times. Some of the best drinks we've had. They just actually released a new raspberry lime vodka water and a new vodka lemonade. So check those out at your local LCBO or check them out online at Cottage Springs. That vodka water, by the way, is in like a four liter box or something. Yeah. That thing looks like a good time. Can't oh, wait to bust that up yeah. for the cottage. Oh yeah. Uh, Want to give a shout out to RFP Design, our good friends and our pal, Andrew Moretti. They were the they were gracious enough to donate uh, to get to get one to provide us with this this incredibly beautiful couch that has really uh, made our studio space and our and our online uh, video pop a lot more. They make custom furniture. They do custom beds, custom couches, custom chairs, custom dresses, anything you need for your house. Custom that they can they they can make it. Uh, Andrew is is not. He is a serial entrepreneur and one who will is not shy to take on any new uh, task or project. Nothing's too big or too small. They are one of the. They got to be one of the fastest growing custom manufacturers, custom furniture manufacturers in Canada. Um, shout out to them. Shout out to the team over there for making this amazing couch. Shout out to Andrew. Go check them out, guys. www.rfpdesign.com and let them know the pal sent you. And I guess last but certainly not least, give a shout out to Cast. Uh, our baby and the newest and hottest social voting platform. Also no social media, but we're trying to get away from that because we're trying to be a little more objective. And what we're trying to do is be the objective assembly of public opinion. How we do so is we remove the friction of participation in online conversations by allowing people to be honest, authentic, unique, objective, and just downright curious. We eliminate the social pressures. We eliminate the influence. We eliminate all of those things that would skew someone's opinion um, in order to deliver fully objective and transparent results to our users and let them think for themselves. Because at the end of the day, everyone should think for themselves. I think that's about it. Cool. 
to down, go to joincast.co to download now. We are in beta, but the app is still fully functional and is up and running. So get on there now to get your usernames and start casting today because it's about to blow up. My pal, LFG. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs>
So, um, yeah, I don't know. So I, I guess like to answer that question, it's like, um, uh, I guess we've just been inside. So that's like <laughs> how we've been. Yeah. Yeah. We've been like done anything too crazy or anything like that. We, we filmed some music videos like when we were allowed to back in like November. I think that was like the last like outdoor different thing we did. But since then it's just been like inside like every day pretty much. Bro, how'd you guys meet? We originally met through Facebook. So yeah. that was back in like 2015, I think. Yeah. Um, I was just kind of making music on my own and just uh, sort of just uploading it to SoundCloud and stuff. And then Dean came across it and turns out we had some mutual friends. So we had that mutual friend hit me up. Yeah. And then he just like linked us in a conversation. And then that's when we made Tragedy, which was our first song ever. And we yeah. released that and like to our surprise, it got like millions of plays. So we just kind of figured, you know, why not make more music together? Yeah. Um, and we actually didn't even meet till after the song was out. Really? So it's just like this like yeah. modern era, like music making. It's just like you're just, you know, working with people online. Yeah. Because it was even crazy with the uh, the song just did so well off the bat kind of thing in the SoundCloud era. Back when it was like um, before, you know, spot we didn't even know what Spotify was at the time. <laughs> Um, or like Apple Music, I don't think existed. Yeah, like legit, didn't know what it was. Yeah. Like, it was like it so sounds new. like this was like was decades so ago, but it's literally five years ago or something. So, um, yeah, so we were on SoundCloud, mm -hmm. and then uh, and that was like the main source of music. It's like you, if you wanted to like do something, you put it on SoundCloud and see how it does, kind of thing, right? So, so we put the song out called Tragedy before we met, and then um, and then it just got like millions of plays pretty quickly. So, um, but I don't I, I, if it did like so well that it made us like want to. Um, meet up in different you know from different cities kind of thing and yeah. then um and then just like get to know each other and and you know everyone's people are emailing us saying like what do you you know what is this and like you know what do you, what's your next plan and stuff and that just like prompted us to like keep making music together kind of thing and then eventually we started living together and like just happened to be like similar people and stuff so now you guys are just boys yeah exactly we're the pals no, yeah we're the pals yeah. now we're the, we're, we're the towels <laughs> the other pals i, I love the, the r&b pals yeah, yeah but you even said you're like to, to your surprise it got millions of hits so you guys were just doing this because the love of the music yeah man yeah. like you were producing singing and then that's yeah. it right yeah, you guys pull the mics a little closer. Closer, I, sorry, yeah, yeah. I felt like I was closer. Right? So like you want to yeah. be like, I literally have it like. Sorry, <laughs> Rick, I criticized you. Yeah, we before. we always said we're gonna get new mics, but we're you know. Yeah, we're legit, but we're not legit. Legit, very tight budget. We need a few more sponsors. Cottage Springs. We need some it's more. A, we, need some um, more um, we need some more drinks and no, some more uh, funds. Yeah, but you guys said so. To your surprise, you didn't think it was gonna like. Did you listen to it and think we've got something? We're gonna keep working together. Or was this was fun? You know, we like making music. We'll just put it out there, see what happens. I mean. I think a lot of our friends were just kind of yeah. telling us that they like the song, but beyond that, you know, like, I don't know, I guess it was just kind of like a, a chance. And like, I, I, I've released like a few songs before that and they got maybe like 5,000 plays each. So it was like that to me at the time was like sick, but like, yeah, you know, getting 2 million plays after just kind of changed everything. Yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. And then even after SoundCloud, like to this day, the song's still pretty relevant. So just even like five years later or six years later. Yeah, it like guess, has a life but, on there too, which um, fires me up. Yeah. Because like even when you said you had five thousand, you were like fired up Bro, for that. I was so yeah. excited. I was like five thousand listeners. Yeah, this is that's crazy. <laughs> that, that's the same thing. Like yeah. with some of our episodes, you know, we do we do okay here. We're not like massive. We don't get millions of downloads or, or hits or plays or anything. But you know, we have an episode that does you know ten thousand, fifteen thousand. We're like, holy shit! Yeah. That's like, you know, that's good, life changing right? for us. Like you know, yeah, Johnny yeah. Orlando. Like was, that's our biggest episode. And it just fucking took off. He shared yeah. it and whatever. And we're like, that's crazy. But we have some episodes that do 2,000. We're like, sick, that's 2,000 people yeah. listening to me in this idiot yeah. talk for 
two hours That's sometimes. Like, we can barely listen to each other sometimes. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear us talk. Like, I'm like, damn, George, yeah. you, you got to stop talking right now. <laughs> That's was, why, like, every, every download is so nice. 100%. And what's cool too with like, I think with podcasts is like, it's people like listen to you guys for like an hour or two hours, right? So it's yeah. like each view like really means a lot. I mean, they some maybe sometimes yeah. they don't listen. To <laughs> I know sometimes my brother's like, yeah, I couldn't listen to your voice anyway. <laughs> yeah. I just clicked off. But for the most part, you know, it, it is cool. But I mean, yeah. listen, with all due respect, and like I th we think we're doing a great job, I think it's much tougher to do what you're doing than we're oh, doing. We're just sure. sitting here <laughs> trying to sound somewhat intelligent half the time. But uh, yeah, I think that's it's really like, there's so many things that are interesting here that I like. Obviously, we didn't know as much about the background. So hearing first that you guys produce without even meeting is pretty crazy. Yeah. That like, I mean, I don't know if there's other examples. I've never heard that myself. I like to think that I'm pretty yeah. current in, mu in the music space or music world. I guess it's po possible now that whatever I was doing through COVID. But prior to that, like I, 2015, I mean, was were a lot of people collaborating, uh, like across I, I don't online. Know. Like, I, is I, that, was that common back then? I feel like it happened here and there. But yeah, I think I think now that everybody's on like Zoom and stuff, you know, even we we've done a couple of Zoom sessions, right? Yeah. It's just like I think that might be the new thing going forward, almost, right? Because it's just as easy and it's like more convenient, right? Yeah. Sure. And you can work yeah. with people across like the world, like wherever. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, yeah, but at the at the time though, I think it was definitely still like a little weird. Like I think even for for our situation, it was just a, like a lottery. Like it's like even the fact that we were similar people and could like get along and like live together and stuff, I think was even rare too. Like. Um, because like we didn't know anything about each other before we just like put this like song together over email kind of thing. So. That's crazy. And, like, was it, wait, literally over like over email? Literally over, yeah, it was like literally over Not email. even over chat, like not yeah. over like so Slack you or the that was where we, you set up the vocals and that's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was the, the weirdest thing was I remember I sent the instrumental and it was maybe the second like instrumental I sent you or something. And then you sent me back the vocals in like one take. And you were like, is this, does this work? And it was like kind of half finished. And I was like, yeah, I think so. And so we just like kind of worked with it from there. I think it was because you yeah. didn't have time to finish it or something. But that ended up becoming the final. It was like, I don't know, it just worked. Like it was, uh, and people loved it. So yeah. it was kind of like a unique sound, I think, to people too. Because it um, it just like had a weird like mixture of sounds to it kind of thing. So I think that's what like intrigued people a lot. And it started like, yeah. remember when uh, SoundCloud didn't have charts or anything? And it was just like, if you... There was like a trending page on SoundCloud where it would show like two or three songs that were like trending like um like on a on a larger scale kind of thing and it was really hard to get on and tragedy was trending on that. Like it was like that's what was so weird about it. So it was just like it just seemed to really catch with people and then that's just what like kickstarted us to work together. I think yeah. just that overwhelming reaction. It honestly is. Yeah, yeah. that's very it's, different. And the fact yeah. that never mind like that you guys did it like digitally, like over an yeah. email. Who the hell? Like how do you you think of like you do business over an email, not collaborate on a on like a you know a hit song through email. So that's that's probably a first. Yeah. yeah. That's it's gotta be up there. Yeah. <laughs> so even like all these years later, it's like um I, I remember like after we did that song too, it was hard to figure out like um I feel like we got lucky off the first song that it, it did get like the millions of plays and stuff. Um, and then after that, we were trying to figure out like, how do we top that kind of thing? Cause it was now like the new like bar kind of thing. And then yeah. it took us like a couple of years and then, um, and like a lot of like wondering if we ever would have a song that would start to hit like that kind of thing. And then we came up with a song called Wyland and then it, that started going way farther kind of thing. I think it was like 25 million on Spotify now. Um, and then just like a bunch of other, other plays on other platforms, but um, so that was cool too. That was like 2017. But okay, yeah. so sorry, 2015 is when tragedy came out, yeah, and then yeah, you're like, okay, we're, we actually like each other. We're gonna keep doing yeah. this. Like, so you guys decided to move in together in Toronto, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. and then in, uh, city place or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, wait, I, wait, from different part. You're not both from Toronto. 
you? No, so I, I, I was living in Toronto at the time. Okay. Yeah. But I'm from London originally. And oh. Dean was living in UW, London. You go to Western? Or? No, I went to Sheridan in Oakville. Oh, okay. But you're yeah. from London? But I used to live there. Like, I grew up there, you know. Days I'm actually like a London guy. I was like, I grew up in a town called Kempville that was like, um, like a, when I moved there, it was like a thousand people. Um, I feel like that's one of those like craft hockey towns. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you played hockey, you know what Kempville is, and yeah. like that's the only reason. Yeah. <laughs> you just pass like one hockey arena in there. Yeah. Like, that's it's it. like a horrible like highway town that I I don't know. I where, mean, I shouldn't where, say it's horrible. Where, but where it's, it? uh, it's like the closest thing is Ottawa, but it, like even oh. Ottawa is like a thirty minute like highway shot away kind of thing. So Jeez. it's still like geographically, it's in like kind of the middle of nowhere kind of thing, and it's like you know. Um, there was not really like many musicians there either. It was like a few kind of thing. So even music, doing music from there was really weird. Okay. Um, Cause it's, it's like a really like country kind of town. Right. So um, yeah, it's like it, nobody really did music there. It was like kind of like a few people, if anything, but okay. so it was kind of odd. I don't know. So to, to kind of come from that and like, I'd never experienced anything like Toronto before. And then when I got to Toronto, it was like so scary. Like I didn't know how to drive on the roads and stuff. <laughs> like, it was terrifying. Like, you know that, um, you know, like the TTC um, or streetcar. Yeah. The streetcar drives on the, the middle uh, lane, the middle Stupidest lane on Lakeshore. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I, Oh, you're talking about the dedicated yeah, lane. Like the lake. Sh- yeah. Okay. The lake, I drove down that one. Like, when the first no. time, like when, the first time I was on Lakeshore, I drove down that and I was terrified because I realized it was like, Oh, I, I made like a huge mistake. And like, <laughs> you can't like, get out now. You're yeah, stuck you in there for until like, next you're light. Literally stuck, and then I just like reversed all the way out because there's barriers Wait, on the side. Do you mean that thing where it goes like down? I feel sorry for the people who went down. Yeah, it's yeah. like being dead. I've seen that in the news before. I was like, who does that? Yeah, now we know. But I got so lucky though because I I realized it like soon enough that I that I and there was no streetcar um like coming and it was it's like that dedicated lane so i felt like an idiot for like five minutes but then i got out and i never looked back I, okay still haunts me to this day but meanwhile you're sitting oh. there like my 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 new roommate's an idiot <laughs> yeah <laughs> just shaking my yeah head. i was like a total idiot when i came to toronto like, i'll, first I'll time, make you feel like... a little bit better so you don't feel like as much like feel like an idiot about that i was in an uber once um and i'm, I'm assuming this guy's from toronto whatever but he was an uber driver and i got in uh it was on king street so i, I don't know where i was going but let's just say from spadina or like the bathurst downtown towards like bay street it's like a rainyish day um and I, I get in this car and he's driving like he's in the right lane and there's a few street cars if you're driving natural on king you're gonna pass a few street cars yeah uh for those in toronto who don't know the street car on king street drives like in the middle lanes and you can't pass on the right side when the doors open it's like pedestrians get out obviously you know this now but pedestrians get out so the doors open you're supposed to stop so we're going down. It's a big ticket if you don't, eh? Okay. It's like a thousand bucks. So this guy yeah. should have got ten thousand dollars in tickets. So <laughs> I'm in the Uber and I'm in the back seat. And I'm like on my phone and I and I oh, see like the streetcar slowing down. And I see this guy kind of like driving to the right side of it. I was like, oh. I was like, whoa. I was like, that's illegal. I was like, hey buddy, like you gotta stop it though. He's like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> so that's how like Bathurst, let's say in King. We're getting towards Spadina in King. I see another one slowing down. I was like, oh my, this guy's not stopping. The doors are opening. He goes through it again. I was like. I was like, buddy, you cannot do this. Is he that's flying a, through him? Like, pretty quick. If you hit someone, that's game over for that person. I think he's doing like 20 oh or 30 through. I was like, I was like, hey, man, you can't do that. Older Asian guy. Maybe he wasn't from here. Like, and he wasn't really communicating. So I was like, maybe he doesn't, not from here, doesn't drive here. Then we're getting to like King and Duncan. This was the final straw. I was like, okay, this is dangerous. King and Duncan, he's now in the middle lane behind a streetcar. And it's slowing down. And I see him move to the right. I'm like, this guy's going to blow past the oh, streetcar. No. And I see ahead, there's a bus, that's the stop. There's a giant puddle in front of it. He goes to the right. The streetcar stops. He keeps going, hits this puddle, soaks like eight people, 
and goes past. I'm yelling at this guy. I'm like, stop the car. I got out. I reported him to Uber. So this guy's gonna, this guy's gonna do some damage to somebody one day. Yeah. I look back. I just see like all these people like swearing and screaming, covered in water. Uh, like they're looking at him like, man, like I'm not, I'm not driving. I just walk the rest of the way. So to your point, you weren't that bad. This guy was the like, this guy was an absolute maniac, and he was driving for Uber. I was like the worst experience of my life. I was so scared. That's like a negative hundred stars. Have either of <laughs> you guys ever got soaked by a puddle like that? Uh, no, luckily not, but I can't imagine it's nice. I feel like in Kempfle, I probably did. I yeah, got like soaked by one once. Stuff, you you know? did? Actually in London. <laughs> Shut up. So I used really? to live at 992 Richmond, right on Richmond, like basically between downtown and main gates of uh, campus. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I remember I was walking home. It was raining one day and I had my knapsack and I always just walked, right? Because I don't like taking the bus. Yeah. So I was walking and I'm walking this way and the car's coming the opposite direction and I see the puddle and I was like, ah, oh, well, you know, he'll probably drive around it, right? Like it was a noticeable puddle. Slow down, soaked me, like we almost made eye contact as he's like soaking me and then he kind of stops and oh, no. look back and you, you can see him looking back in the, in, the, in the window and I'm like, fuck, that sucks. That sucks. <laughs> School bag on everything. Like, I was basically home, so it's not the end of the world, but like me with my little knapsack just walking down Richmond Row. Just absolutely soaked. Yeah, yeah. it was it honestly terrible. Terrible. Massive L. Yeah, it's uh, that's that's a big L. Do you, <laughs> do feel do bad? you think about that Uber driver to this day? Yeah, I wonder what he's doing. He's still driving for Uber. I, I, like, I don't, I'm not normally going to report someone. I'm going to be like, hey, you know, if it was just a poor driver, I'll give him a bad star review. But I was like, this guy might hurt. Like, he, I've never seen anyone do yeah. that in Toronto. I've lived here my whole life. I've never seen anyone like rip past a streetcar like that. He did it like three on one street. I was like, this guy's got to get stopped. That's it. But oh, I don't know, Uber, I don't know if you got my report from George Boussalas. Check it out. Let me know if you guys uh, got that guy off the streets. <laughs> yeah, he's probably listening to He's a to pariah. This. He's yeah. going yeah. to be so <laughs> mad. Like, this guy ratted me out. Yeah. Anyways, but enough about us and our streetcar <laughs> stories. I guess, yeah. What, what, we're we're, we're at 2017, Wylan. You guys yeah, live yeah. together yeah. in Toronto. Yeah. So you guys are boys at this point? Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys ever, like, sorry, a little side question. Do you guys ever just, like, hate each other? Just, like, some days we can't stand each other? Like, me and George, we're best friends. We've been best friends for over a decade, decade now and there's like times not so much lately the last earlier this morning no but that's like a little one like there's times like we'd almost like go at it but like, i fucking hate you I we don't talk i don't think so i think we're both very like passive people so we're just kind of yeah. just like if there if there happens to be something then it's just yeah it's just gone don't talk about it until it just <laughs> <laughs> sweeping under the rug yeah a month later it's like hey, you remember when you left that dish on the table for a week I'm still thinking about that <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Me and Rick are the opposite. If something bothers one of us, yeah. we tell each other first yeah. immediately. Yeah. But we're good. Up. Lately, we've been good. We had we our last. <laughs> what was our last real tiff? Maybe like a know. year, a year plus ago. But like know. we'll like, literally get mad at each yeah. other. We won't talk for a day or two, and then it's like we we see each other freaking five days a week. So it's yeah. Like, yeah. If you're mad That's at someone, fair. we've got to squash this ASAP because yeah, we yeah, got yeah. too much. Have you guys ever fought on, on the podcast? That could be fun. No. <laughs> can, we, can we do that today? <laughs> you guys want to hear about Ricky's? Uh, yeah, I got a question for you guys. Actually, he'd be a good one to ask because he's been down. Will, Will would. Okay, I got a question for the three of you guys. Have you ever had a tequila beer? I think I have. Like a tequila shot in a beer. Is that where they put like the Corona upside down in your beer glass? No. No, it's no. more like a, give a so cup of a cup beer, beer. You drop a shot of tequila in and you chug the beer. Okay. I don't think I, don't think I have. See, the sake is different. That's not... I feel like I've done it. Yeah, yeah, your bombs up. So, so exactly the, the idea. reason we ask is this morning. So we're it actually, you know what? Funny story on that point. So it, um, we we had we went to Cancun twice in university, second year and third year, and we would drink those drinks. Anyways, we we're talking this morning, and Rick said he invented them. Which oh my God, I, I think I invented them. I was like, I for sure that's not true because like there's a beer brand that was invented in '95 that has tequila in it, so you couldn't have been the first. Anyways, it's like te- that's not the tequila point. Tequila tasting beer. But to answer the question about the last time we fought, the first no, the first time we fought was in Cancun. We almost got a fist fight on the beach. We were like traveling oh together, boys. Oh, that's wild. 
We uh, we got in a fight over a piece of the last piece of chicken at the buffet. No way. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard that, Jordan? Don't don't fight. Don't try and take food off George's plate. Yeah, man. that's literally what happened. <laughs> literally, I was like, oh, like, give me some of your chicken. He's like, no, and I'm like hammered. I'm like trying to just grab it. He's like trying to stab. I want my to go. Hand. I'm almost like to go. Listen. It's because I told Rick, I was like, hey, we should stop drinking, go get lunch because it's going to run out of food. And I get there and I get the last piece of chicken because he was loafing. He's like, give me some chicken. I didn't get any. I was like, you should have listened. He didn't listen. Wouldn't share, eh? What a guy. <laughs> Anyways, that's, but that's, we, that's our that, first. Yeah, we, so you guys, no, no big tips with you guys. No, <laughs> no stabbing no. people's <laughs> hands. I never stabbed you. Almost yeah. stabbed you. Close. <laughs> no, no big tips? I don't think so, no. This is this is good. So we're 2017. No fights. Best friends. Yeah. No fights. Living lots, in Toronto. Wildland well. just came out. Things yeah. are good. What what next? Um, we did like uh, sh- we started doing shows in. Um, I think that was in 2018. Shows would have been 2018. What are those? Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even. I don't even know, know what those are anymore. Show, yeah. What's a co- concert? Back in our day, there was concerts. <laughs> I don't know. It was uh, this thing where a lot of people came into our room and listened to your music. I guess it's a long time ago. Where were you guys doing shows? Uh, so the first one we did was Mod Club. Oh, sick. Uh, that Great was, venue. yeah, obviously in Toronto. Didn't it just so, close down? It did. Uh, yeah, we were, sad. we actually posted about that. Yeah. And they, they were posted us cause it was, it was, yeah, that was, um, so that was our first show and, uh, it was like legit venue for a first show. Yeah, it was really good. Huge. Yeah. We did. It was all yeah. hard tickets and stuff. And Fuck yeah. sick. um, so that was, yeah, it was important to us too. Cause we knew how much Mod Club meant to Toronto. So, um, we knew we had to do it there for sure. Um, so that went, that went well. And then, um, but yeah, we saw that it closed. It was really sad, but I guess it's just one of those, um, I guess a lot of venues are probably closing from, from lockdown. Yeah. Right. Yeah, man. Sure. Yeah. It's a, it's a good point. Like what you just said about how much it meant to Toronto. We actually were, um, we had Michael Weckl on the podcast recently. Michael Weckl is the yeah, guy that, yeah. who bought, uh, he bought the Alma combo. Um, we oh, were nice. talking about on that episode <laughs> about how like the music industry in general, like kind of North America, uh, North America wise and like how. Toronto has some venues that are like staples, but not as many as like most cities. You know, you go to like Chicago yeah. or you go to like New York. There's like those ones that like every musician wants to play. So true. Toronto does at least it doesn't feel like there's that that many. Yeah. Um, and actually, we never brought it up, but the Mod Club probably would have been one. The Mod Club is like a for a like up and coming artist is a pretty big staple if as you, a venue. Yeah. If you're from Toronto, yeah. that's like. I feel like that's an iconic venue to be at. Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially for a first show, which is like why we like really just like waited for that opportunity. Like we yeah. didn't want to do any like smaller shows or like anything like that. Yeah. It's really cool. Uh, yeah. That would be a cool, cool venue to play. I, fun fact. I once DJed the Mod Club, but not yeah. about me. You've DJed bigger venues than the Mod Club too. You've DJed Gov. No, I didn't. Gov. You know, oh, DJ Skybar. Sky Bar. Yeah. I, uh, back in my day, yeah. back in my West Indies, <laughs> to be a DJ. Go on SoundCloud, Givon B. Back a couple the, don't look it up. Don't look it up. Okay, so how was, first show, great? Yeah, yeah. It was like, it was, we were definitely like really nervous, I think. Like, cause it was, oh, yeah. it was obviously the first time. I was the first time ever live performing, right? It was like, first Especially time you're coming me. from a yeah. town of a thousand people too. Oh yeah, yeah. There was, more people in the venue. Than I wish in your there was town. more people. Yeah, <laughs> um, like the town was technically like a thousand when I moved there, but like you would, it, generally it would be less people than that was in the mod club, which is cool. I guess that's sad. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, that was yes, yeah, so that was really cool. It was uh, my parents that came out from Kempville, um to come see it and stuff. Like my, I don't think my dad had uh, like. My dad like sees he doesn't really pay attention to like or he didn't really at the time like pay attention to stream he didn't really like he doesn't use Spotify or anything like that so it was very hard to describe to him like what we were doing exactly for like a long time he didn't know what our music sounded like for a long time he didn't know how to listen to it so, I know that feel yeah so I had to so I I but he eventually got on Spotify and now he's like completely aware of it but it but it like took some time to get there because I didn't know how to explain like SoundCloud or anything like that you know because he doesn't like he doesn't know what that any of that is yeah you're trying to tell um, your dad you're a musician it's like okay so do I hear your music on the radio yeah yeah. 
Yeah. Is it on 680? Are they yeah. going to play it during the traffic hour? Like That's the thing too. Yeah. It's like, um, it's really hard. I feel like it was hard to explain um, modern, like, you know, streaming or something. Right. Cause like if you're like nobody, like we were never going to put our albums on CDs or something. Right. Like it didn't really mm-hmm. make sense. Um, but like a lot of, um, a lot of my family uh, mostly like knew that as like, that was their source. They didn't really know what Spotify was kind of thing. Um, especially my dad. So he just had like, he specifically had no idea what our music sounded like for the first like three or four years. Um, but then he came to the mock club and then he like saw like all the people and then he would start to get excited about it. Cause he was like, Oh, this is like, you know, you finally yeah. see the impact in person, you know, yeah. like this, this many people care to like listen to your music and stuff. Right. Yeah. And like trying concert. to explain like, yeah, like we have like a million plays, like, oh, okay. But yeah. Those, those really real people. Yeah. 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 One yeah. guy in the basement and play. Yeah. Does it, yeah. Like it was really hard to explain. <laughs> believe me, we, we know that's yeah. like, I mean, very different level, but even having this podcast, like, I mean, the first like episode we told our, like our dads, okay, we got a podcast. I don't know about your dad. My dad was like, awesome. You tell everybody, but like, do you listen? He's like, yeah, I look at his phone. I go to Spotify. I'm like, you're not even subscribed, man. Like, our, moms, our moms listen to like every episode. They'll DM us. Like our Follow moms will DM podcasts. the opposite person. Like his mom messaged me recently. She's like, oh, I love what you said here. And like, they're our biggest fans. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll see our dad's like, how's the podcast going? I'm like, you listen lately? He's like, nope. I can't figure out the, figure out the Spotify thing. I was like, just got to hit play, man. My mom's the go-to because my mom will like play on Google, Spotify, Apple, and YouTube. Oh, so like really I know for sure yeah. every episode we got four downloads minimum guaranteed. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> gotta hit it on what all about platforms. for you when when you were at Mod Club? When like, like your parents come up? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they came. Um, they were like they're on the upper part of Mod Club, yeah, yeah. right? And um, they told me after that they were like really really nervous for me because they're like we've never we didn't realize that you're like a performer now. Yeah. Right. So they were just like so nervous. Um, but in the end, like they were just so happy about it. Like it was a great feeling that you know. Like they finally yeah. also understood what, what we were about, yeah. you know. Do you see them when you're performing? Like, you know, like professional athletes, when they're on, they're playing hockey or football, they look up to their parents in the crowd. Are you like, there's my mom, she's up there, I see her. Or like, yeah, I mean, like I definitely that. glance yeah. up there. It's always nice because, like, when you see familiar faces in the crowd, like, smiling up at you, it's just, like, it gives you that, like, energy to, like, keep going kind of thing because, like, it can be a nerve-wracking experience, right? Oh, fucking so it's can like, imagine. Yeah, especially the first time, yeah. And then, like, after that, we went to um, a lot of, like, um, even though we're from Canada like a lot of the people who listen to us are from the states mostly um and some like Europe um so when we went to the states then it was like it was almost even different experience because we went to LA it like sold out a month ahead and then um when we were there people were like coming at like 2 p.m and like we we didn't go on until 10 p.m kind of thing and it was just yeah but I think it's also just like the in the American culture it's like there's like a a high, I, I don't know if it's because they also maybe thought we were never going to come again or something. So they're like, <laughs> always never savor the moment. Always coming, kind of never coming there. back. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. And actually we haven't Thanks been back since. Zim, so. Jordan. <laughs> That's funny. So I don't know if it was that, but then it was the same thing when we did Chicago. Uh, and then, then we did New York kind of thing. And it was like, it always felt like, like anybody that whenever we always like meet people after the shows too. That was always an important part was um, like doing like meet and greets and trying to meet as many people as we can kind of thing. Um, so there'd be like a hundred or 200 people like staying after the shows kind of thing, asking us wow. questions. And then we would stay there for like a couple hours, just like, um, good answering guys. stuff. And yeah, ju- just trying to do that thing, yeah. you know, like before, like things, um, become like, you know, down the road when it's maybe not that possible to do that or something. Like we wanted to make sure that we, in that moment that while well, we could, that we were like, we should meet as many as people as we can. And, um, and then really get to know like, you know, why do people, like her music why are you here kind of thing especially in places like in the states where we're like 
like we'd never been to Chicago before, like ever kind of thing. So yeah. like, <laughs> I didn't even know what it was like at yeah, all. Yeah, you're competing with so many other. Yeah, and it was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. And uh, but so I guess like having those fans there, like we that was really interesting because like when we're in Toronto, it's like, um, and like getting to know people, it's like we're also you know in Toronto kind of thing. So yeah, but yeah. when we're in the states, I'm like or in Chicago, I'm like, how did, how did you like, you know, what made you like connect with our music kind of thing? Yeah. Like we're not from Chicago or anything like that. We've never been here, but yeah, it's a really cool thing to ask. Just want to add, yeah. like, it's yeah. like, cause you know, oftentimes like it, you know, you might see the views and the streams and that's great, but like it might be on one song. You release another one. It's like, Oh, this one didn't do as well. Like, I don't understand why. Like, you know, we're, we're yeah. big popular. We're singers. Now we have talent, but that's really cool. That you guys actually go and ask like, what made you like, I was like, what resonated with you? It's really cool to find that out. I think it's super important too. It's like, I mean, yeah. it goes hand in hand with anything, right? Like in business, why does someone like your product? In in, in art, why does someone like your art? Yeah. That's really cool to do that. And it's probably super important and, and probably super helpful at this point in your careers. Yeah. And I think it really just builds a, like a personal connection further than like, For you know, sure. seeing someone through Instagram or, or, um, or, or just even just seeing them live, but it gives you like a further thing, like something that they'll remember. Um, and like taking, just taking pictures with tons of people and stuff. So, um, but what we did find with the, the American side, like when we did the American shows that it was, uh, it was that much more engaged because I think, I don't know if it was, maybe it was because they thought we would never come back. Um, and we haven't since because of all the lockdown Obviously. stuff. So it was probably a good call, but <laughs> well, they're glad they showed up. Uh, yeah, too. Yeah, they're like, thank God I talked to those guys. Yeah. No, but it's interesting because back in the day, and I say back in the day, like nineties, early two thousands, meeting yeah. greets were a big part of, you know, musicians and, and artists. But then because of the rise yeah. of social media, I feel like meeting greets have, kind of slipped off the radar not as many artists are doing them because they have yeah. a connection with their fans on social media but the ones that still do meet and greets i know it goes such a long way like we're friends with joe and andrew from loud luxury and like will knows them too and they did a tour of all the like a bunch of university cities and states across uh, the states and they did meet and greets after every single show and they were having like i don't know 800,000 person shows and like 500 people waiting in line to come talk to them after. Yeah. You know, like that goes such a long way. Like I'm sure you guys realized it too that when you were doing these meeting greets and you got these 100, 200, 300, 400 people waiting to talk to you, yeah. just that one minute that you give them is amazing to them. That's like their their night. And actually another funny story, Johnny Orlando is one that told us that. He goes, some days he was so tired and it's that last person on your in the line. You got no energy left. But he's like, you got to remember that person. You're still the one person that they want to talk to, or the two people that they want to talk to. So you yeah, have to yeah. bring them the exact same energy as you gave the first person that was in line. 100%. Because it's like they're going to remember that one minute, that you know, 30-second interaction where they said, hey, guys, big fans, love you from Chicago. And you got to yeah. give them that energy back, right? 100%. Yeah. I mean, some of our meet and greets have been like, what, like two hours or whatever, right? Yeah. But it doesn't even feel like two hours. Like, really? you kind of, like, yeah. I love it. Personally. You don't get tired by yeah. the end of it. I think it's I, it gives me energy. Part. Like, I, I love it. it fires like, me all the way to the end. Yeah. Because we're going to do a meet and greet, Georgie. That's it. <laughs> yeah, no one's standing out there. Elaine, Elaine yeah. Frank. What if our dads? Our dads won't know they're having a meet and greet. They didn't even listen to this. It's going to be our moms and your girlfriend. That's it. <laughs> no, probably not. Nah, shut up. Give me one second. I'm going to this window. Let's get it again. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. Grab me a Cottage Springs when you get a chance. It gets hot real quick. I might actually have to, I might have to get another one too, actually. Yeah, man. Cottage Springs are nice. Shout out to Cottage Springs. These, these are a fire. I've actually been buying yeah, sure. Cottage Springs for years. Um, you know what? When we reached out to them to uh, to partner, actually Jordan's the one that did it. It worked out perfectly because it's like a good Canadian brand. You know, yeah. It tastes delicious. Yeah. And again, it's like not bad for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Soda and the rest water, so. I'll take get whatever they want first. I'll take whatever's left. Give it another one of these ones. The the no, those are out. We got this one, this one. Raspberry I'll go with the vodka water. Actually, that's, that's pretty fire. I'll grab that soon. Sure. 
Yeah, it's, it's really dope to have so many um, companies like just from Toronto that make like incredible stuff. Yeah, that's like um, all of actually all of our partners are Canadian yeah. made companies, which is like super important, especially, you know, during COVID, you talk about the importance of like supporting local and just like yeah. you know, supporting homegrown businesses. Um, that's like super cool to us. So it's great. They're honestly one, they taste really good. Zero carbs, zero sugar and I think 100 calories or less. Yeah, 100 calories or less. Yeah, that's, that's actually really good. It's awesome when you have like a like a product from Toronto that you're not just like, um, you don't just believe in because they're from Toronto, but it's also because it's like amazing. Yeah, you know? it's like so it's so easy. It's a good vibe. Like, it's like, yeah, we, we got lucky. We got very good. lucky with our sponsors. Yeah, like yeah. we were talking off air too, but even with those vodka lemonades, so they're releasing them in. Um, it's actually any any day now because I know the release is in April. I think mm-hmm. it's the middle of April. LCBO does a release of a new products once a year and it's like okay. around now. So they're releasing the four liter box of um, vodka water, raspberry lime, and then the new vodka lemonades and they're so good. So they gave us a case and the idea is that we're supposed to, you know, promote it, you know, weekly mm. on our, on our show. The problem is they taste really good. And me and George went through them in literally a week <laughs> and we got to keep the three extra on the table. 20, we had 24 yeah. of these. They were gone the first like, day we had literally them. First I mean, day. I believe it. They're delicious. Like, they're yeah. so good. So Carl Springs. These are the best. We those need the, more. Those will be the drink. I can almost like, I would bet money that like cottage parties, house parties, like anywhere, excuse me, uh, go out like the parks, that can specifically, you'll see it everywhere. That thing is insane. It's like vodka lemon. It's the best drink I think I've ever had. In terms yeah, of a canned drink. Yeah. Like, yeah, whatever. It's dangerous though. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. You, you put a couple of those back. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Okay, so we're at, uh, we're at 2017, 18 Mod Club. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we did like the, the next like three shows after that was... Um, what order was it in? It was um, it LA. Was LA. And yeah. And it was. LA's got to be dope performing Yo, there that, too, right? That like, was a lot of fun, actually. The Because uh, um, also, uh, like, we've been to LA a lot. And um, so we were, like, super familiar with LA. Um, so it was cool to be there because, like, um, like, we have a lot of friends there that, that also uh, were, like, kind of proud to see us there kind of thing and to, like, be performing there. Um, so it was kind of cool to, to go because we, we used to go to LA and kind of, like, just do, like, some sessions and stuff like that. And so like then the next time we came back, we we're doing a concert there. So it was like kind of a cool feeling to have that. Um, and uh, yeah, then we did Chicago, which was really cold. Um, like we were the there coldest in day. January. Yeah, yeah it's like, like a, minus 30, I think. On the yeah, day. something like that. Like and it this. was, yeah. And we like, before we went on, there was like um, in the venue, the only way to get to this, like to be oh, yeah, hidden before going onto the stage that. was you had to like go through a loop like outside. So we were like waiting outside and like, um, and just freezing to death, basically. <laughs> and then went onto the stage. Because you're in your, like, performing clothes. You oh, guys yeah, look, you, like, you nice know. and hip, eh? just like you guys look now. You know, yeah, bomber so, jackets and whatever. Yeah, so we were, yeah. like, we were freezing. Um, so I don't, if we were, like, the next time we do a show in Chicago, definitely won't do it in the winter. No, you're not going back, remember? Oh, yeah, because lockdown's <laughs> right. forever. <laughs> no, you're never going back there, Yeah, right? there's no concerts anymore. <laughs> that's it's it, ever. It's a, it's a past life. Um, so, yeah, and then we did New York, which was uh, a lot of fun. Um Something about New York though was we I, I kind of screwed up the uh, the Airbnb that we stayed at because um, <laughs> so like you know on Airbnb they show you like the general area of like okay. where it might be or whatever yeah. but it's kind of mysterious because they can't tell you the address but they show you the general area but in Brooklyn so we decided to stay in Brooklyn because the venue was like it was basically just between Brooklyn and New York at the north side kind of thing and uh, but it was still like considered New York but it was like technically Brooklyn so we're like oh we should just stay in Brooklyn because it makes more sense but we don't know anything about Brooklyn um, I've only been to like the New York City side right so um, the uh, so anyway so we were <laughs> so I was picking the Airbnb and it was shows like the whole general area and I'm like 
okay, this all looks good or whatever. And like, I was figuring it was being like the, the top part of the circle or something, yeah, for but sure. the circle was huge. And then it ended up being in like this really like fucked up area kind of thing. Like, uh, so when we found so out, basically you're like, not driving or booking Airbnbs anytime soon. No, I'm, I'm totally banned. Yeah. That's you're banned. It. <laughs> you know, you got to take <laughs> over. I got to take over. Cause uh, I, I also, even when we did have like the address, I didn't really know. Cause I didn't, I didn't like cross check with like any of my like New York friends. And then, um, when we pulled up to it, like we were driving through all these like, um, like great neighborhoods and stuff. And then like, uh, like, okay, cool. And then we, it, it just kept driving. It just kept getting worse and worse. And then we just ended up in this area that I was like, Oh my God. And like the, and like the place was like really run down kind of thing. Um, and I was like texting my New York friends and I was like, what do you think of this area? And they were like, you need to leave immediately. This is not for you guys right <laughs> now. We ordered Uber eats that night cause and like it, it was stolen. pretty late and it got <laughs> stolen. Somebody, yeah. somebody's waiting outside, I guess, the place or whatever, and they just said that they were us, and they just took the Uber Eats. Shut yeah. up. Just taking L's, boys. Yeah, <laughs> so, we, yeah. Were, we were just, like, inside, and then uh, my New York friends, I, like, I didn't really know, like, like I, I wasn't trying to, like, judge the area or anything like that, because, we, we, like, it definitely seemed like we were in the wrong area, for sure, but, like, the, uh, but we were, like, in the place, and then... Um, and then when I was texting my New York friends, they just made me so anxious because they were just like, "You have to leave. Like you have to, you have to call Uber and get a refund. Like don't." don't it's good that you guys got some good management. Yeah, they're like now, scaring yeah. me. And stuff. <laughs> they can take care of this now. You guys don't have to worry about that. Yeah, they were like scaring me and stuff. So I was like, "Okay." I was like, "Oh shit! I guess we have to leave or something." So, um, but it ended up working out. Like it was fine. And then uh, um, I don't know. It ended up being really far from the venue, anyways. So it wasn't even beneficial. <laughs> so. Do you know what like what neighborhood it was by any chance? Like, uh, it was in somewhere in Flatbush. Um, I think. Whatever. Yeah, it was somewhere in Flatbush, but I, guess. I can't remember where it was. I, I knew where it was specifically at the time because this this was if obviously I, in 2019 or whatever. But, um, uh, but like when I had the specific address, like I told my friends, and they were like, "You have to like get out of there." Now. And Whenever like, we oh stay God. in New York, we'll message you and say, "Hey, where did you stay? Is this where yeah. you <laughs> stayed? And you stayed there? We will not stay there." Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> What's up? Yeah, it was, actually, I, you know what? Actually, I have a I have a little story kind of on that. Me and a good buddy of mine. Wait, no, was it with you and Lewis Electric Zoo? Our huh? Airbnb there or hotel or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but was it Lewis? Yeah, because that was last time with Lewis and I were there. So we were at Electric Zoo in 2011. We were not at university anymore. Yeah, we were. It was really? my. It was great. It was fourth year because it was my twenty first birthday. Oh, true. Okay. So, anyways, it was September long weekend. We went yeah. to Electric Zoo in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on rent. You guys know. Yeah, right? no, yeah, Zoo. obviously. Yeah. So, anyways, we're there, but. I can't remember. So we basically got like the bus pass that takes you back. But we were staying in the Upper East Side. So it was a cro- we're like, yo, it's across the river. It's perfect. Yeah. And we were actually in an okay area, but not far from the Upper East Side is like Lexington and something. It's like a very sketchy area. Um, and I, I'll, I don't know if I, but it's not a bad story. So anyways, uh, it was me, a good friend of mine, uh, Lewis, Ricky, and our buddy Dom. Ricky, Ricky and Dom were somewhere, I don't know. Me and Lewis stayed till the end, I think. We took the bus back just because like the water tax were booked, everything. So we're like, where does this bus drop us off? They're like, it's on the map. It's here. We're like, oh, we live a couple blocks away. So we'll walk. So we're on the bus and we get left in like, I guess at Lexington. And I just know that name. So I'm like, I know this is not the best area. So I was like, Lewis, we got to get off this thing. And just keep our, check your pockets and just walk. Like, don't look around. We had to use the washroom. So we're trying to find like a KFC or like a, a, a McDonald's, some like fast food convenience stores. We walk into all of them. They wouldn't let him go. All of them had bulletproof blast blocking the blocking the counters. I was like, man, we should probably get out of here. Jesus. He's like, I'm going to piss my pants. I'll never forget this. So I'm like, just go in this alleyway. It's like a dark little alley, but they couldn't see anybody. Good, like, good advice, George. Behind the dumpster. Oh, no. like, dumpster. Oh, behind the dumpster too. Oh, no. <laughs> so he's like, okay, he looks around. Oh, he's like, no. no one's here. So he goes behind there and he's about to go to the, 
piss. And as he's on the piss, I guess somebody was doing something shady in the back and it startled him. I don't even know I can say this a lot. He pissed on himself. And, and the guys like chased him down. So he just started running back to the hotel. And that was the last time I ever stayed in the Upper East Side of New York. Oh it goodness. was like, yeah, I don't know if I should have told that about this. At least the sorry, food didn't get stolen, though. No, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, getting, yeah, getting your food stolen. That was like not even like the really the worst part. Like when we were in there too, like when we first went in, it was. I feel like we just got a bad impression off the bat because we were in the place and there was just so much shit happening because it was like in in the house, but it was like we had a bottom floor of a house and the whole top was just like was crazy party the loudest upstairs. partying and like banging and stuff like that. Like it was just so loud, and then there was just people all outside and stuff, and it was. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it was just so hectic off the bat. And we just didn't know what was going on. <laughs> and in the meantime, like my friends are texting me saying, you have to get out of there. It's like really fucked up. I, I wish I could remember where it is, but um, but it was it was. In a, like, we'll just, find out. We'll, we'll send you we'll a text out, next, yeah, next time we're not in New York. Make sure <laughs> yeah. we do not don't stay, stay in yeah. that part of Brooklyn and don't stay in your Lexington, <laughs> Lexington and not it. the Upper East Side. Yeah, and um, you'll be probably OK. <laughs> the Airbnb owner is going to listen to this and probably go back and give uh, revoke my star. rating. Yeah, between that and the Uber driver. Yeah, that's crazy. They'll actually steal Uber. I can't believe that. Like I can see it. They're going to steal Amazon deliveries and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's true. fucking crazy. I'm Especially so now, because they don't even knock on your door; they just leave they it just there. Leave and they it, just yeah. take a picture and they're gone. It's crazy Personally, seeing those love. videos like, too. Like pretty safe. So I, like, I love getting home and just get a package. I mean, this is awesome. Yeah, mine's <laughs> yeah. pretty good too. Suck if you lived in a guess no sketchy place in New York and they'll yeah. steal all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, those videos of like where people like the Amazon people like throw the packages or something yeah. and like do the basketball toss, like basketball toss front door. Yeah, you see the one I saw a video on Instagram or YouTube or something the other day where an Amazon driver delivers something and a, a neighbor comes and takes the, or not neighbor, someone in the neighborhood comes and takes the package. Has someone's like about to go and get it. So the person like chases this person down oh, the street. I'm like, that, yeah. fuck man. What, really? Yeah, man. It happens more than you think. I mean, I can believe it. Oh my God. Like, some, there's some shit people in the world. I mean, yeah, that's true. I saw one on Six Buzz where a guy like grabbed the package, got in his car, and then like fucked up and like drove onto like a snowbank. I saw that one time. I got the car stuck on the snowbank. <laughs> I was just saying, but it was, it felt like just, just awkward to even watch because as the guys like trying to get away, just digging his tires into the, into <laughs> the, the snow, snow panicking, <laughs> cops pull up. Heart, heart is definitely like racing, like trying to get Good. away. Honestly, that's, that's karma. That's the universe yeah. watching. Yeah, you that's karma. That. If you're that kind yeah. of person. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I wanted to ask, what's, uh, what's your favorite show you guys ever played? I personally love the Mod Club. I love New York. I loved LA. I mean, I like, no, like I, all yeah, I loved all of them. All of them were like <laughs> a unique All right, we can't pick one. Yeah. No, they're, they're really good, but. Do you have a favorite? I feel like probably LA. Why? Well, I don't know, but it's but only because uh, I don't know. It was like with people like lining up so early and stuff, and like the um, I don't know. Yeah, it was just something about it. Like it was like like everybody there was just so engaged. Kind of thing. I mean, like everybody was like seeing the words. We have like videos from it too. Like afterwards, it's kind of hard to see from the stage sometimes because like the lights like kind of blind you, but. When we saw like videos after, it's like everyone's like singing like every word kind of thing, you know. That's like, gotta be sick. Yeah, everybody's like super stoked. Yeah, so good. it was like it was just really engaged, and I think also, um, it's just like uh, I don't know if it's like an LA thing or something, but like nobody was like afraid to sing the lyrics and stuff, you know, like or it just felt like that. It was like it was that was a really cool feeling. That's like me. Yeah. Even if I don't know the words, I'm yeah. singing at the top of my lungs. <laughs> yeah, even if they didn't know, I the didn't words, know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm at a Rihanna concert. Yeah, man. <laughs> Pour it up, pour it up. <laughs> yeah, Rick's a, Rick's a huge, huge concert yeah. goer. Yeah, when concerts Honestly, are back. Like, whenever that yeah. is, I'll be there front row. What do you? I literally say? go to basically every concert. I think it's, I think it's one of the most fun kind of either date nights or like boys nights or 
hang out with your mom and dad night. Yeah. Like I just there's a concert for everybody. For yeah, everything. there really is. Yeah, that's really true. You what's know, what's your favorite concert? Uh, hands down, no questions asked. Adele. Adele, like, really? No I've questions Adele. asked. I didn't really care to go, and I'm, I wasn't the biggest Adele fan. Like I know, like Rolling in the Deep, and you know, like the generic radio bangers. Yeah. But um, my mom wanted to go. So we get tickets because we have tickets for Leafs and Raptors, me and George. So we get early access to buy seats. So what I do is the ones I want to go to, I'll always just buy tickets and then I'll decide who I go with. The ones I don't care so much, I'll email like my brother, his fiance, my mom and say, hey, anybody want them? Let me know. I'll grab them. Yeah. Well, nobody responded. Okay. So I didn't get them. A couple of days, you know, before the concert, my mom gets back from Florida and she goes, oh, Adele's in town. Why aren't we going? I'm like, here's the email. You didn't respond. I didn't buy tickets. We got to go. Well. Adele concert tickets are like lower bowl crappy seats for like a thousand bucks. I'm like, mom, yeah, we're, not, Jesus. we're not paying that, right? Like that's insane. That's insane. So we got you lucky. I ended pay up, that for Rufus the Soul. Yeah, Rufus the Soul. Maybe. <laughs> no, but even that I wouldn't. So I uh, ended up emailing my guy. He's like, look, I got some like random tickets, but you got to buy four of them. I'm like, fuck yeah. Okay, I'll buy four of them. They were like 150, 200 bucks each, lower bowl. So me and my mom, my friend and his uh, fiance. And again, remember, I know two songs, basically like Rolling in the Deep and whatever the... Hello. Yeah, that's the one yeah, I knew. That was a banger. So I got there and I we I don't even know if she had any openers. It's just Adele on stage by herself and she doesn't dance, right? She just sways side to side and sings. She has three background singers and I've never witnessed just pure like fucking pipes on somebody in my entire life. Like I've seen so many people perform at the ACC and she was just far and above beyond better than everybody else like i just couldn't believe it yeah and i just remember everything i'm like i'm witnessing like one of the best performers of all time yeah i could see that because like even like with her i was almost crying at the end she's yeah. like got confetti and all the confetti has like little like inspirational quotes on them I'm really like, Fuck, i grab it grab some put it in my pocket i'm like yeah. saving this for later yeah it's so, so basic yeah but you know what when you're like when you're not expecting to get your like to get blown away like that yeah like, it makes it so much better it really does yeah yeah, yeah so she adele is no question to ask the best hands down for me what was a surprise and people are probably gonna hate on me in the comments for this but um was nickelback <laughs> so Shut I, I swear to god jordan this is the clip that we post on it <laughs> i know i know this is really off hand. this is all so, all street cred is gone now yeah, yeah. So, okay let's, but let me, let's let me always this. never let me always nickelback let me explain this though but uh so my my dad Will's cringing right now he's like fuck <laughs> you guys gotta bleep that part <laughs> what did you say is he? Yeah. So <laughs> Chad Kroger's cool. Okay, let, let's hear right, let, let me explain this though. Okay, so a, we're gonna give you a chance to redeem yourself. A lot of, so, a lot of yeah. Nickelback fans in their room. <laughs> no, this is okay. So, okay, okay, let's. <laughs> so my 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 dad like loves Nickelback, so that's where it came from. Cause, Fair. So uh, and I was I think the first time I saw him I was like 16 or something, but. Um, so my dad like really loves Nickelback is like, and Nickelback is like dad rock, right? So it's, it, yeah, it's it makes sense, rock. right? And From like, the nineties and early two yeah. thousands. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's like dad rock. And he, uh, so anyway, so I <laughs> didn't like, he, he asked me if I wanted to go to Nickelback concert. I'm like, Oh, this sounds kind of, kind of whack. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but it was like, it's a concert. And like, he, he really wanted to go. And like, so I was, I was like, okay. So I went there and like, so this was like the surprise concert for me. Cause I didn't expect much at all. I was like, I was like, this is like, hey, fair enough. Yeah. Cause like, it was like, you know, it's like photograph and stuff. You know what I mean? I don't really look at her photo. Yeah, like I, I didn't really want Every to hear that. Every time it ever makes me laugh. <laughs> I, I wasn't trying to hear any photograph songs, you know what I mean? So, um, I'm having a good time today. Yeah, so so basically that was like the surprise concert for me. Because when I went, then it was like um, they were playing like hard tracks and stuff. And it was like not like the ones I was familiar with. Where it was I- like... Georgie, get in the frame. He's, right. he's trying to get out of frame because I'm talking about Nickelback. That's it, Georgie. Georgie wants no part of this conversation. <laughs> okay, so like, he's trying to get. He's, tr- 
He's trying to get out of the clip because he doesn't want to be. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> he doesn't want to be associated with this Nickelback conversation. But yeah, I'd only mention this like I could have not mentioned it, but the uh, but I wanted to mention it because it's uh, it surprised me so much because when I was there, then like. I, like I may not have been like a fan of like the songs kind of thing, but like they these guys like had the, like mass amounts of fire and like they were throwing beers into the crowd and stuff. Heck yeah. And it was like yeah, it was kind of sick. And like I hadn't seen that before. And I was also like seventeen, like catching beers from <laughs> Nickelback. Chad you know Kroger. what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> from what a Kroger. Canadian thing to do! I just throw yeah. beer. Oh, they're, can- they're Canadian. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'll say, just throwing out Molson's. Yeah, but it like really Pat's surprised me. Was really like, fuck, there was man, so much energy. Ruining our cred right now. Like, come on. Yeah, but it was it was so surprising because there was so much energy in it, and the uh, like there was so much like pyro and stuff, like more than I'd seen. Like like I'd seen at that point, I'd seen Metallica like five times, and oh, Metallica sorry. was like my favorite band like uh, at that time. But um, so, so sorry to interrupt for a second. That, so Metallica your, was your favorite band growing up. Yeah. And like, your favorite concert's Nickelback, and you guys are R&B. Not my favorite concert, but it was definitely the one that surprised me the most. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> we're, we're talking a wide range. Yeah, universe. it's a pretty wide range. Yeah. It's not really adding up. <laughs> yeah, I probably should have explained that before. But um, so when I was when I was growing up, like like uh, I started playing instruments when I was like nine, kind of thing. So, um, but my influence is like so I bought like College Dropout as like one of my like one of the greatest albums. albums of I love all time, it. Yeah, man. and I I played it like front to back all the time, and like I didn't have like. Uh, like I would spend like my allowance on like a like college dropout or, um, or like uh, yeah like the even the early Fifty Cent albums kind of thing like Richard Die Trying Massacre and like uh, no was in the club uh, Get Richard Die Trying Get Richard Die Trying best. Get Richard I Trying was amazing. When I my first MP3 player, there's the first CD I ever bought, and I would listen yeah. to my school trip. I thought it was so cool. So you want to know yeah. funny? One of the first CDs I ever remember buying with my allowance. My mom took me to HMV at Yorkdale, and this is when Mary J. Blige had this like crazy song that came out. I can't remember what it was uh, called. Do you remember, Will? My, I can't remember. It was like a banger. It was on the radio, and then Jay Z yeah. came out with Blueprint, and I remember I wanted both those albums. And mom was like, "You only have one." They're like fifteen bucks or something. And I remember I'm like, okay, Jay Z's gonna make me cool, but I really like Mary J. Blige. <laughs> so I ended up, so I'm weird. like, man, having that new Jay Z CD is gonna make me cool at school. I ended up going yeah. Mary J. Blige because I just fucking love that one song. And then like a month later, I went back because I'm like, I only like that one stupid song. So <laughs> went back to buy the blueprint after, but you know, it's. Yeah, like the, the college dropout was like, that was definitely like the one that, because um, I, I played that back to front like, like constantly. Um, and then, uh, and then I was also like a Metallica fan because I, I loved metal kind of thing. Um, so like it was kind of like I like off the bat had this like mixture of like I loved hip hop but I also loved metal kind of thing. And uh, but in general I just love music. I kind of like when I was growing up though I really hated like um, the boy band era kind of thing. Like I yeah Will's gonna hate me for that but because he's always singing the Backstreet Boys stuff. But like when I was growing up though like my sister always listened to like Backstreet Boys and like NSYNC on like repeat all the time and like I hated that stuff so much. Like I don't know if it's just because I was really young, but like I kind of appreciate it now when I go back. But like it's I just couldn't <laughs> I can't. That do was it. the first concert I ever went to was was uh, Backstreet Boys. Was it Backstreet Boys? Skydome Backstreet Boys. Yeah. My aunt yeah. took me and my sister, uh, and we were like they had like a stage that came out down the middle. And we were like right off the side of it. And they were like, came right next to us. Like, wow, these guys are so cool. In hindsight. I, I'm going to cool tell another story, but I want to hear first. What about you? What did you like growing up? 
I was really into metal, like heavy metal, really? because my dad was into it. Like you're, you're always into yeah. what your see, parents are into. See, that's the thing. So Nickelback's not my fault because it was. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't even say I like Nickelback. Or that. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. See, he's not like, like, Will gave him the look. Eh? Will gave him the look for sure. Yeah, like, I didn't say I like Nickelback, that, but uh, your, your cred's going down the drain right now. Those people that are waiting <laughs> at two o'clock to see you guys aren't waiting anymore. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be like this fucking Nickelback guy. Like, <laughs> Uh, so yeah. you're into heavy metal as well? Yeah, like my dad, like growing up, my dad had this like little cardboard box in the car, and he would just like pop cassettes of like random heavy metal bands that I've never heard of even to this day. But yeah, so that like that's kind of what I grew up on. And my first concert was Guns N' Roses. Okay, that's sick. In London, 2006. Um, <coughs> I think it actually ended up being their last concert because yeah, I think Axel Rose is a psychopath. So I think the concert following right. that one, he just didn't show up. Wow. And yeah, we really they just canceled the tour. Yeah. yeah. Well, didn't we see Guns N' Roses at Coachella? Lala. No. Coachella. AC, no, ACDC, ACDC was Coachella. Coachella. We never saw Guns, Guns N' Roses. Roses. Yeah, what was right. I think they came back eventually. ACDC was sick yeah. at Coachella. Because Thing was had the broken brother? leg. Who? Remember? What's the main singer? Was, from um, was it... Um, he came out... Yeah. Um, fuck, what's his name? Brian Johnson. No. Oh, did they switch it? Is Brian Johnson not in an ACDC? No, so, the broken leg was the guy from... Uh, Foo, not Foo, Foo, Foo Fighters. Fighters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Dave Grohl. No, you're thinking of you're thinking of Foo Fighters. At Coachella wasn't the, the Dave, Dave Dave Grohl, Grohl has yeah. A, no, that's no. different. Dave wasn't Grohl had a broken leg. He's still Coachella. Yeah, yeah, but Dave Grohl's yeah. not ACDC. I know, but Foo Fighters <laughs> have the guy. Dave Grohl had a broken leg. Dave at Grohl broke his leg. There was a story of Dave Grohl broke his leg on tour and he kept touring and he would sit in a chair and perform with his leg up like this. But is that yeah, the one we saw at Coachella? No. One of them, I'm going to check it because I think we saw ACDC. I think the we, main singer had oh, a broken leg or knee know. surgery because he came out on like one of those. Sorry, knee surgery. Uh, yes. Knee yes, surgery. Yeah, yeah, he, he came out, on, the, he came out yeah. on that little wool. Yes, yes. You're yeah. right. You're yeah, right. yeah. Right. But they were cool. They were I'm not cool. crazy. Yeah. That was was that that was the year, the first year, 2015. No, the we second went. year. I was with Norway. John was there. I was with Norway during that concert. At ACDC? Your brother was there. John was there headbanging. John didn't come in 2016. It's 2015. You can look at the picture. Well, we'll check want. it out after. So anyways, to the <laughs> point, it's 2015, but the, what I was getting at that point was 2015 was probably the best year. I, overall, I've seen him at Coachella lineup. We went yeah. for the first time, and it was like ACDC, one of the headliners. It was a big Canadian one. Drake and The Weeknd both played. That's amazing. Um, and like The Weeknd wasn't... Uh, he was big then, but not like Drake level. Like yeah. Not like he is today. Because yeah. Drake was like headlining, and, and The Weeknd played the day before... Sub undercard cascade the dj was headlining that night okay. but i'll never forget this this is still one of the not the best concert ever i've seen but the, one of the coolest performances i've seen because you know with coachella there's always those rumors that someone's gonna guest appearance guest appearance it's yeah. every year they talk about it any big festival so we're watching the weekend and we're standing near the back like near the beer garden and we're like we're sitting there watching a play and he's singing heartless and like the weekend have you guys seen him live I have, uh, I saw him at a festival, but I was really far away. So he, I didn't really, he sounds, I've seen him a yeah. couple times at concert. He sounds the same on his albums and his concert. Like yeah. super, t- like amazing voice. Anyways, he, um, he's singing Heartless and it's, no, he's singing something and it goes into like Heartless. And I was like, I was like that's weird. He's going to the Kanye West. And then I was like, wait, I was like, he's going to bring Kanye. I have a video of this. I'm just like taking it. My buddy's next to me. And I was like, he's going to bring Kanye West out. And the music cuts and it goes to the beat like 808s and Heartbreaks Heartless and Kanye West came out. Oh and it God. was one of the craziest moments. He came on to play like three songs. The cr- I've never seen a crowd go so hyped before. That was random story. That was Will crazy. I think me and That's you so met sick. at a weekend concert? Was <laughs> just yeah. I turned over. Was he eating the cookie? No, because I think I went with Mickey to a, a weekend concert, and like we were, me, it was me, you, Mickey, and one other person. The one at Muse, uh, Danforth, I think, or like one of those venues. The one near Young and Dundas. What was the venue there? Uh, it's um, Massey Hall. 
Did the weekend ever perform there? Um, anyways, random thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, fuck, man. Ninety <laughs> percent of the times I see you are drunk. Well, <laughs> um, okay. So, favorite concert you went to was Guns N' Roses. I'd Roses? say Guns N' Roses. That was that was a solid one. Can I actually Still give like- my real favorite concert? Because oh, I yeah. oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. really yeah. back. Yeah. Let me go back to the, <laughs> To be <laughs> clear, the Nickelback thing was only the most because you said Adele was the most surprising concert you'd been to. No, no, be- just best okay, surprising best, okay. ever, greatest. Okay, so I was saying with Nickelback, it's like the most surprising concert I went to because it was like I expected to hate it. Okay. And then it they came up with like pyro and they were throwing beers in the crowd and stuff like that and like shooting stuff in the crowd. I don't know. So I thought it was cool. Like that was like, it was kind of fight. But um, for my favorite concert, I think it would actually have to be Metallica. I saw Metallica so many times, but I think also my second favorite would be um, City and Color. Um, I've actually heard good things about, about what's, in, what's Dallas name? Green. Brian? Dallas, Dallas Green. Green, yeah. Yeah. And like with City and Color actually on our album, um, we uh we sampled him on like one of the songs and oh, then sick. he like approved the song kind oh, of thing which cool. was really cool so that was like and i was like a huge sitting color fan, like huge, growing up feeling. and stuff so it was like i'd been to so many concerts and like had always wanted to meet him too but it never happened but um but that was like a really cool like full circle moment that happened with like our new album kind of thing so i love that yeah so well, let's talk about the new album yeah um well what can you tell yeah. us about the new uh so so it came out in october um and it was like it took us like I think a year and a half to two yeah it was like about a year and a half it was like a year and a half to, worth to of music kind of together, thing yeah. um and yeah so this the city and color thing was definitely like a cool point that it happened and then I don't know what we would say about it otherwise like I mean it was it's just I don't know man it's it's like heart, our second album music. I, don't <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah yeah it's hard well, to explain it album, by, really. by some heartbreaks or something yeah it was of course of course you know, um, it always is yeah like i mean this one was definitely more of a mixture like of of different vibes compared to our first album our first album yeah, was there, very there, like, there was some variety there. yeah the first album was a very like sad album for the most part like um for a lot of it but the um the second one had some like different mixtures and stuff we had um some different collaborators on the first album almost all the album was just the two of us kind of thing so it was like uh and that was like kind of a compilation of like 2016 to 2018 i guess yeah. or something like that so um, and when you put out an album too, it's like, it just feels like the day after it comes out, you're like, I have to start all over kind of thing. Cause it's like, you just put out like everything from your catalog kind of thing, all your best stuff. And yeah. so like, it's just kind of a defeating feeling sometimes <laughs> the next day you're like, okay, we're starting, we're starting the next start year and a half scratch. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's always, uh, yeah, it's always tough after that too. Cause it's just like a creative dump, like of just like everything, everything. that you have, you're like, you're all your cards on the table and you're like, this is have it all <laughs> yeah. does it feel good though to start from a clean like it, for the most part does it feel like sh- sometimes like shit like we got to do all of this over again or is it also on the other hand like okay we can kind of find like a bit of a new not new sound but almost like a new story to go with or like a new path in the album or do you guys try to stay consistent across them it's it's mostly consistent but um yeah it's, it's more of a defeating feeling for sure okay i think a lot of people <laughs> go through that though like if, when you put out like a big project because like our albums are like 15 songs kind of thing so it's like they're not like an ep or something you know they're not right. like um so i think i think they are like pretty long for um this i guess like the size of an artist we are because like, i don't really see a lot of other artists putting out albums that are that long because i think it also is uh it's um it's a lot of songs it's hard it's hard to keep people's attention also for like 15 songs too so it's kind of a bold move to to put out that many songs i think sometimes uh especially in like the streaming era i think it's and this like uh yeah it's so much different now than it was like 10 15 years ago yeah like when you yeah when you put out an album it's like that's uh 
I mean, you guys probably feel this too. Like when you go on Spotify, it's kind of more about like picking your own album kind of thing. You make your own playlist kind of thing. Well, especially with, you have like the essentials now, right? Like Apple and Spotify, they'll make their own. Okay. You know, like always numbers essentials where it's like, they'll pick three from this album, three from that album, three from that album. Exactly. They make their own essential album now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely have to have like an engaged fan base to like even put out like an album like that kind of thing these days. Sure. It's, well, why don't you tell a story that you tell about? The, yeah, J. Cole. That's what I was going to tell. Cause I, like, we said we're on the songs. vibe, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told her recently. Um, I think we have told her more than once, but we've, yeah, yeah, we've so, heard it so many times. So, what, great story. Uh, Oh, to answer all the questions I didn't get, that's my favorite concert, J. Nobody Cole. Nobody cares. <laughs> J. Cole is, J. Cole's amazing. J. Cole's I've, I've my been favorite. Cole, since I've been a big J. fan of J. Cole. For, uh, Forest Hill Drive, like, since that yeah. day, I, I have that record. I can't find it. I think someone stole it from here. Um, I, I was convinced it's here, and this is at my condo, which I doubt. I think someone took it. We actually got to get a record player set up in here. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, to your point of, like, keeping attention, he's one guy that, like, I was so blown away. First time I ever saw him was at Scotiabank, or ACC at the time. And he played, like, the stage was in the middle. Like, so he, he was, like, in the middle of the place, played, came out for his intro, <clears throat> sang his first song. It was the first song on, on it was the Four Guys Only Tour. And the first song, which I forget what, what it's called now, um, he sang it, everyone went crazy, and he's like, listen, he went on the mic, he's like, listen, before I, we go any farther, I'm just letting you guys know. I know most artists come out and play their bangers. He goes, I'm playing every song start to finish on my entire album. If you don't like it, you can fucking leave. And he says this, and I was like, man, I'm saying I'm not going anywhere. I'm saying this whole thing. <laughs> and the album has a, all his albums have a storyline to it, right? Some yeah. songs are they they change a lot, so it's not, you know, some people. I mean, not for all of them, but he said he's like, you want to go to the washroom? Go on the song you don't like. And he's like, at the end, I'll play my bangers. Anyways, he played like he. I don't think he left a stage. He just played for two hours straight. All, the whole album started to finish, and then all his hits at the end. And it was one of the best concerts I ever went to. And I commend him. Like, I mean, some, I get maybe a lot of artists do do that in their shows. They play all of them. I, I haven't been to enough concerts to know. But for the most part, you think like, especially hip hop concert, like. No, they mostly play bangers. We saw, we saw Future, One Year Future, uh, Amigos saw all of them. Don't get me started on that Future. That was just, yeah, that was another story. But Worst concert I've ever been to, Future. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah, I, honestly, I wouldn't be. Future makes the best club, like hip hop yeah. bangers. Like you listen to every Future song, like this is a club, absolute banger. You see him live, first off, he's always like consistently late. So, which is fine. I get it. You're a rapper. You're going to be late. That's your thing. I get it. Yeah. Okay, but then you have DJ Echo, that, or Exco, what's his name? Uh, Exco. Exco, yeah. So, he comes on. He's the hype man. I get it. That's your boy. That's your DJ. Yo, hype up the crowd. I'm cool with it. Yeah. But, yo, like 20, 30 minutes max. Like, yo, 45 minute, like, DJ set to hype up the crowd when you're already 45 minutes late. Okay. Whatever. But it's like, future, I want to hear you rap. You're not your hype man's hype man. Like, you're the fucking headliner here. Like, you're the main show. Like, I don't want to just hear every other word or, like, the random ad lib or whatever it's called. I'm like, yo, man, it's fucking rap already. Like, I'm singing. I'm singing the words. I don't even know them. You better be singing them. Like, fuck, what I pay to come here for? Yeah. Was so a, he was I, just doing ad libs. And yeah, I've seen him three man. times. I've seen him three times now, and he's been late every single time. And sometimes his DJ puts on a better show than he does. Wow, that's it's wild. Like it's and like and I and I love Future. Like Future's my yeah. to listen to. Like you put on a Future playlist on YouTube. Oh, I can listen to it for hours. Yeah, because music's just hype, and he's cool. Yeah, really you look at him like that guy's cool. Yeah, you know the way he moves on his hair. I'm yeah, like, mm. terrible, 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 terrible. I forgot we talked on the topic of oh playing start to finish songs. Yeah. But yeah, those guys all play hype. Even like we've seen, I've seen Drake. Drake, before. yeah, the Drake plays thing. all they all, their, all their bangers. Yeah, I yeah. saw Jay Cool on the the Born Sinner tour, and I loved it. It was like Sick. from front to back. It was incredible. Yeah, yeah, and that album is. I think that's my favorite album. Oh yeah, yeah. We actually uh, we have a uh, song called Hopeless where we sampled one of the songs from Born Sinner. Oh shit! I'll be yeah. honest, I haven't heard it, but I'm gonna listen to it. Yeah, that's um, sick. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I, I just like I, I've loved J Cole for like a long time. He's so. so talented. I feel like he's hard to not like. Yeah, 
I completely agree. He's just so yeah. yeah he's, he's cool too. I like, like, yeah, cool. His music's like, sick. Like he doesn't take yeah. bullshit. He doesn't sell out. Yeah. Like he's a yeah. cool dude. I love like like his storytelling is like because uh, he like he there's you know there's in hip hop there's like a lot of hits and stuff like a lot of stuff you can play in the club or like party to and stuff like that. But like it's like the storytelling stuff that you like you end up playing like by yourself or in the car and stuff like that. Yeah, that's like for sure. That's stuff that hits really hard. I think. Let yeah. me ask you guys: Who are your favorite artists? Not concerts, like. Or actually, no, let me change the question. Who are the artists that you look up to or try and replicate or that you inspires you the most? Because you guys are metal fans, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't I think would, you're taking much of your inspiration for your heartbreak music from metal songs. So actually, some Unless of I'm it wrong. does come from Metallica. Like, there okay. are some songs that... Uh, which is, like, it's more the guitar-driven songs and stuff. Okay. And uh, we, like, recently did this, like, um, virtual show where we made, like, um, sort of more, like, rock versions of our songs in a way. Like, it's kind of, like, still, like, the same flair of the originals but like adding in um you know more guitar solos and like power chords and stuff into it kind of thing so we do try to like like implement that kind of stuff too to kind of set it apart as okay. well like some metal influences kind of thing um but yeah in terms of favorite art what would you say for favorite artists i mean you know like i was always inspired by like the toronto artists you know like when i first started music like that's who i looked up to you know i think it was like drake weekend uh party like at the time yeah, yeah. and like all those guys i was just like man see those, that's the answer so i was kind sick. of expecting right? yeah. like the metallic you know? i was like oh, that's crazy guns and roses um, yeah i also really got into like kendrick lamar i mean like obviously that's like a very different genre of music but i don't know i just so love the sick, way he yeah. like story tells and like it's just amazing his performance yeah, how was it the grammys two years ago or the yeah. oscars i don't know was it the um, Grammys or the he did he had a crazy Grammys performance. So the Grammys then he had a crazy performance there. Yeah, yeah, he's so good. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a crazy artist. Um, he was definitely one of my favorites. It's really hard to pick a favorite though because I definitely have like a list, but um, I would say um, like from a from Chad Toronto Kruger. though I would say like, yeah. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine I said that. Right now. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like, Sorry, Jordan. <laughs> Uh, I think Br Bryson Tiller actually inspires Sick. me a lot, which is like, but the, the thing with Bryson Tiller that kind of upset me though, was just that it didn't really grow and like that kind of, and I really wanted That's to true. see him like explode. I haven't seen and any really big hits come from him lately. Like, Trap Soul is like one of yeah. my favorite albums ever. And like, it's kind of like, I don't know if that's like kind a weird thing to say, but, but Trap Soul was just like, I could listen to that front to back for, really like, forever. Really good kind album. Of thing. Yeah. That and was like, like, that was probably 2015 or 16 or something maybe? It was 2015, yeah. yeah. And, and that, since then, I think he's had, I've only heard, I heard one song recently, but it was, a, 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 he redid the song from Trap Soul. What was it called? Um, uh, it was... I'm not gonna Which one? He did, right he did a. It was talking about the music video. He re released that. So I'm on Spotify. I'm gonna look it up while we're talking. Okay. But he. It was a song that I know is old. He like redid it with another artist on it. Maybe with. Oh, was it Rambo? Rambo. Yeah, Rambo. That was from yeah. Trap Soul, no? Yeah, I actually didn't like the new version that much. But who was that um, with? It was, it was with the Weekend. With the Weekend. You put the Weekend on, yeah. Because Weekend had a version too, but I just didn't like the way that they mixed. The, they they remixed the song as yeah. well, like the the production stuff, and I didn't really like that, but. Because the original was was so fire, really so good, really good. I wouldn't want to see the original change, but the, yeah, Trap Soul was one of my favorite albums ever, and Bryson Tiller, I think, is he's like a super inspiring artist to me. Um, and then I would say uh, from Toronto, Magic Jordan for sure. Magic Jordan is he's fire. sick. I actually yeah. saw hey. Magic. I saw Magic Jordan in Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. in Barcelona. That's, I was, that's uh, yeah, I was traveling, and I was uh, I had to be in Barcelona. I was in Barcelona in, in June. They have a festival called Primavera Festival. Who did I see? Lord played. Bryson Tiller, ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky is also one of my favorite. I saw him in Barcelona. Yeah, ASAP was ASAP's first mixtape, uh, "Live Love ASAP." Yeah, yeah, like that one before. ASAP yeah. hype Travis 
Travis Scott's also hype. Yeah, what was the I song that just came out when I saw I Love with the Gang? So I forget the song. It'll come to me. But anyways, he came out to it. I saw him, and then right after he played, Magic was playing across like the. I had to walk across the festival. And I saw Magic Jordan play for like thirty minutes. It's some small stage, like no one. I was like front row. Yeah, they were sick. Yeah, really, Magic Jordan is is honestly really fires. They they had a, they haven't really put any. I know they just put out a song just now. But yeah, they they, just, they, they kind of took a hiatus for like I think a yeah. year and a half. So I just saw a post though. Yeah, yeah. So back. they they have yeah. a new song. So now, fr- yeah. a good friend of mine, or not a good friend, but a friend of mine's their photographer. Yeah. So actually, like I just saw a post. I was like, fuck! I didn't even think about them to get them on the podcast too. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, they're they're super dope though. Like they, especially like the the first. Um, they had this like EP called A Place Like This, like the the first one. That's like when like they kind of. When Drake kind of discovered them, or something, yeah, it was like the Drake of the weekend that discovered them. Someone, but it just one of those XO OVO crew because they did the the hold on we're going home track with Drake, and then that was what uh, I think kind of exploded them a little too soon, kind of thing. Like it sort of put them on this like main stage quickly, but before they had more songs out, kind of thing. So I think it was it was like almost a little early. I think Drake touches just turns to gold. Yeah, literally that song is that song's still huge, but but yeah, they're they're like early stuff. I like really love a lot. Like I was yeah. Uh, I feel I feel like they're super inspiring too because they have like a, a really interesting sound to them. Yeah. Well, boys, I want to ask. We're, we're nearing the part where we start to wrap it up, but I want to ask what's in uh, what's in store for twenty twenty one or the remainder of twenty twenty one. No Chicago, um, we know that we've already covered that part. <laughs> yeah. So with uh, yeah, I guess it's it's an interesting question because it'll I guess it depends on the lockdown, right? Like it's like uh, or where Canada's going to be at or where traveling is going to be at. I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, for now, like we just we just put out a, like a virtual concert recently, um, so that's out. But so yeah. now it's just really just like Dean was saying, you know, starting over, yeah, and uh, making some new bangers. <laughs> yeah, we got <laughs> what, we gotta make some bangers this year for sure. Do you think you're gonna go more banger, like upbeat, high tempo love music, or is it we're gonna go heartbreak? I think it's gonna be we'll a vibe you guys in right now. I think it's gonna be a mixture of both. Yeah, okay. you know, because like you the can't have too many. much of one thing. You know, like yeah. Some variety is always nice. So, I but definitely some summer bangers for sure. Summer yeah. bangers, yeah. Some heartbreak music. Who know? does more of the writing? Um, so when it comes to like instrumental stuff, it's all yeah. Dean. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. The, the way we that. work on our stuff is that like you know we have we have two bedrooms and like we have two studios in each one, right? Okay. So yeah. Dean's working on beats in one, and then he just sends me a link to the file. I do my recording in my room by myself. So just like I, 2015, back back in. Just like 2015, but it's the same thing. But send an email. Oh, you're the just living the same. Yeah. You guys yeah. get together hey, for breakfast, lunch, and broke. Don't fix it. Yeah. It's all through his Facebook message and emails. <laughs> no, what? you guys don't do Facebook messages. No, 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 message. no, we don't do anymore. <laughs> but yeah. we should though, just for old times' just sake. Just for old times' sake. Yeah. Yeah. sake yeah. Hey, Dean, hey, man, want to collab? Like, <laughs> if yeah. uh, if you guys could collaborate with one Toronto artist right now, who would it be? That's a good question. That's a great question. I don't know. We might have different answers. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so it's really challenging. Um, like, does, I mean, it, does it matter like how big they are? Or yeah, does, it, you does want, that matter? Answer. I mean, you know what? I love Drake. And, like, I'd love to have him on a song. It, but, I was going to say Drake. Cause the thing is, like, Drake sounds good on everything. Yeah, and he so, really does. Like, yeah. he, really he can rap in, in uh, Arabic and still put out a banger. Yeah. Like, like I feel like if you sent him any song, he would just find a way to make it a banger. Did he do a verse in Arabic? He did. Last year. Jordan. Maybe verse in arabic he, he i think he like rapped a part of a verse or sang a part of a verse in arabic oh he featured oh and, he did, and it was a, a, a spanish song as well last year i can't remember spanish. I remember the spanish but one. i know he did the he's done a couple of bad bunny the spanish one yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then, there you go wow okay. i didn't That's like wild. banger yeah oh. guy can do it in any language yeah <laughs> 
Let me ask you. He's going to be a Greek performer soon. Yeah. Hey, his kid's named... Uh, isn't his kid named Adonis? Adonis. Yeah. Isn't that a Greek name? It's Greek, Lebanese, Middle Eastern, it's a little bit of everything. Um, that's actually interesting. And like, you know, you made a point. Everything that turns to gold. I always wondered this. Like, is it a product I, at that level? Is it a product of you? You're still super talented no matter what you send out is going to be a banger? Or is at that point, it's, it's the name helps a little bit more? I think it's B. What do you guys think? I, th I think once you establish yourself to like a level like that, people just will listen to anything you put out but i mean his music is also great agreed so his, it's yeah. like you know he has two great things going for him but so let's say each album that he keeps coming out with keeps beating his previous albums like he just yeah. came out he, i think he just had the top three songs yeah. on the top billboard 100 or whatever yeah those three songs weren't better than some of the stuff he put out you know eight years ago i agree yeah. but yet he broke a new record it's like he's just so when you're that big i think you're just almost un not untouchable but yeah. They, really like Adele comes out with a new song, even if it sucks, it's going number one. Still going to be Rick's, number one. And Rick's yeah. going to be there. The yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Love you. He's just like so mainstream to a point where just like everybody listens to him. Like yeah. my dad's now a fan of Drake. Like my dad will send me links to like new Drake. How songs. the turntables have turned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they definitely have turned. <laughs> he really uh, is so mainstream that like my parents also know. Like even before I would tell them anything about Drake, like they already knew who he was, kind of thing. I feel your like mom's sending you new Drake songs. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Dean, you heard that new uh, Drake song? <laughs> yeah, my mom's actually very on top of like yeah. the of like new music and stuff. Your like, daddy, do you get that new Spotify <laughs> song? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I agree with you though that like did it is like the like drake's name is also just huge right like he can do anything um yeah. but at the same time the songs are bangers and like the the writing is amazing there's always really quotable stuff in all the lyrics and yeah. there's it's also like really memeable sometimes yeah. and i think that also helps it instagram captionable yeah exactly yeah and he, he seems to be like the king of like memes at the same time because like i feel like that makes it go so much more viral. what was the one with the uh the purple room or the yellow room the uh, Lang, right? yeah there you go and that was that's like huge like in in the meme world like it still is yeah you know who did it? Um, what was it? Convenience. Uh, convenience bar across the street. I had a pink light in the basement by the phone. And legit, I came back. It was on the same time. I was traveling and I came home, went there on the opening night. And I went downstairs. Like I saw the phones in pink. And I was like, wow, these guys they did that. Good for them because you saw it all over Instagram for yeah. like months. Well, think about how many bathrooms now. Like locals bathroom or Escobar bathroom. Yeah. Just quotes and everything. Well, they, they, have the, they have the lights around the mirror. So the good lighting. And yeah. then the background, like locals only, I think has four different themed bathroom ones like flowers ones whatever that's smart. escobar has the different naked women playboy like cutouts yeah smart i know a couple things about bathrooms like, yeah. <laughs> big bathroom guy he, he's saying that because he takes a lot of shits yeah, <laughs> I, I, I need no. to say that on the well, blog you might want to be clear i don't know like you want to go bathroom in a club like you might want to be clear yeah. about why uh, fair enough actually yeah, i want to be clear about yeah, why no, Rick, I, like, the i'm the type like i will google the bathroom at, yeah. a, at a restaurant before i go you review yeah. it on yelp too uh, no, he actually legit does. So like, I, once, like, I once was going to book a dinner for my birthday. He's like, oh, they got bad bathrooms. I was like, why does that matter? The food's good. So, uh. But here's why it matters. And hey, speaking we, of... We're gonna wrap hey. So here's why it matters. If you're going out Shout for... Shout out to Lost Valley. I put in uh, some new washrooms in there. Yeah, that's it's it. It's renovation. <laughs> some of the worst time, bathrooms. Those doors, don't, those doors would never close. Every time you walk <laughs> so, by and open the door, you see someone sitting on the toilet. This is weird. Yeah. The thing about <laughs> bathrooms is if you're going for dinner, like you're doing I a good like birthday dinner or something. Yeah. You're going out to dinner at seven, eight o'clock and you're going, let's yeah. say you're eating Italian. Well, that's a fucking heavy meal. Yeah. I'm good. Are you talking about pooping now? Well, no, I'm just telling why bathrooms are important. I wasn't oh going to say the word God. poop. This is getting clipped. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's a, so the thing is, cut. yeah, when you, 
when you're out there for so long, you're drinking, and then you have an espresso after dinner. It's like, <laughs> I'm gonna go to the nightclub at eleven o'clock. So you're there early. It's like, fuck, like, I'm not going to the, I'm not going to nightclub. Like, yeah. Okay, well, you know, let's Google what those bathrooms look like. Like, you know, let's see. Cleanliness, five out of five. Google stars. I honestly didn't know you could Google a bathroom. Well, yeah, I didn't know that. It's either. tricky. Like, you gotta like it's read. Like, the you really have to like. Yeah, you gotta read. Inspect. Someone's gotta post. If, if you don't find bathroom, you just go after cleanliness. That's like the, right. That's how people describe yeah. the bathrooms. Interesting. Yeah, that makes. Place sense. was very clean. We, uh, the more you know. We actually have a we have a startup as well, and uh, we were recently interviewing a, a position for an engineering role, a software engineer, and. Uh, and I remember the guy that was one of the guys that made it pretty far into the interview process. He had a he built a project, and I was asking him about it, and it had a weird name. I forget what it was called, but it was something to do with washrooms. And he basically built an app that's like the Yelp for public washrooms. And he built it for his university campus in Vancouver. And he basically just like then it kind of expanded a little bit. So they would like you could tag a location on Google Maps, tag the washroom, and then people can rate the washroom. I forgot to tell you about that. I'd be all over that. Yeah, yeah pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good app. Honestly, that sounds like yeah. a great app. Yeah. yeah, that sounds really unique. Enough, yeah. Washrooms and boys. We want to thank you for coming on. You guys are awesome. Thanks, Thanks for, for the us. shirts, the comic books. Oh yeah, of course. We'll uh, we'll definitely get you guys back on once the kind of world opens up or when you have yeah. a new album, whether it's going to be about heartbreaks, love, club bangers, whatever. We'll we'll when get you guys back. Shows, on. whatever. When you're yeah, your new Chicago shows, all that stuff. Yeah, the Chicago shows. So, but before we wrap up, we got two questions we always ask every guest. Okay. Do you guys know them? Nope. I have no idea. Oh, so you didn't listen all the way to I the did, end of Phil Will's. Did, did you get the questions at the end? I did. I don't remember it. <laughs> well, he doesn't remember either. Maybe I, that's why I don't remember. I don't know. On almost like July maybe? Will was on in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if he doesn't remember, maybe that's why I don't It was a long remember. time yeah. ago. Okay, so first question. You can answer it individually. If there was a movie about your lives, who would you want to star as you? Could be anyone from any point in time. Ryan Gosling is a sick guy, so I'd hire him. <laughs> sick. Sick. Love Ryan Gosling. His Instagram post when he got the vaccine. <laughs> what? Just got I my 5G. That's Ryan Reynolds, I think you're talking about. Yeah. Is a different Gosling? Ryan? Oh, yeah, different right. Ryan. Same, same Ryan. Whatever. Same. Yeah, it's just all the same. Um, that's an interesting question. I want to say Mark Wahlberg because he was one of my favorite actors. Oh, he's good too. But he's sick. He's just like a sick action guy, you know? Like, but I don't know if that he, fits He though. commented on our podcast a couple months Did he? ago. Yeah, no, no really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's going to see this. What? Like, well, awesome. we don't know. No, you probably won't see it. <laughs> no, but so. I can hope though. We, uh, <laughs> we, had, um, we had a guest on who's, uh, daughter, who, her name's Carlin Domi. She's Ty Domi's daughter. Yeah. And when we released the episode, like Ty Domi shared and like Ty Domi's very well connected. So like yeah. Tom Brady commented on the podcast. Mark Wahlberg commented on the podcast. All the Nelk boys. Uh, Dave Grutman said best podcast ever. Like there was a few, that's a few awesome. blue checks in our in our uh, yeah like in our uh, couple uh, like a pretty cool. couple dozen blue checks. Yeah, that's crazy. That's so that's wild. Yeah, that's crazy. Congrats. Yeah. Um. Wait, did you give yours? Yeah. Mark, uh, Mark I said Wahlberg Mark. I, I don't know if it's like a good fit, but I I always like really fucked with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, he's hey, it's whoever you want. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a great movie. action movie guy. <laughs> yeah. It's your movie. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg's cool. I honestly, if I could sit down with with like a celebrity to have like lunch and to shoot the shit or have a drink with, he would probably be up there. Yeah, that guy's been in this in that scene for a very long time, and he just seems very cool. Oh, he's not. He went from like teen heartthrob singer Calvin Klein model to legit actor. Yeah, like, legit actor. Like he's been through a lot. He's very and then producer like Entourage. Yeah, Entourage. Like and Entourage is one of my favorite shows ever. And one of uh, the best ever. And also like he did a movie like Rockstar. Like you seen that movie? Like oh, where he's like, like a crazy singer in it. Yeah, he's I don't think I've seen Rockstar. Really? It's old. It's super like sick. Two thousand. I remember yeah. it now that you bring it up. Yeah, but I don't think I. Yeah. Yeah. He's like this crazy. Like he he must have had to do so much vocal practice for it. But he was like a crazy rock singer in it. And it was like yeah. I was like I didn't know this guy could do this and then action movies and then Entourage. Anything. He's like 
like the nice guys or the other guys? The other guys. Yeah, that was doing everything. He's funny. That's one of the most underrated funny movies. Yeah. His yeah. the way he is. When Will Ferrell has the wooden gun, <laughs> they varnished the room. Uh, <laughs> yeah, The Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. The beginning. What a, what yeah. a movie. I'm gonna watch that later. Uh, um, last Hill. question. In the, you have to answer this obviously individually. If you could give one piece of advice to your younger selves, what would it be? You can go first. Just take it easy, you know. Don't stress so much. Okay. You know. I love it. Yeah. Um, He's trying to copy your answer. (laughs) (laughs) He's trying to figure out a way to. I got like a few. Don't say the Nickelback concert next time someone's at the best concert. (laughs) Go to a Nickelback concert. Um, uh, I would say um, you can always start over at any time, like at any age. And I think that's just something I like wouldn't have known a long time ago. Cause like, you know, when like everyone tells you that, um, like at, at after high school, everything's over. And then, then other people tell you like after university, everything's over. And like, I feel like that's just not true anymore. So I would probably say that, that like, you can like, you could start a new career at any point and like you could, because of the internet and because of, uh, you know, how many resources are out there. So like, I feel like people get down on themselves and like, I would have got down on myself, like, you know, as a, at a young age or whatever, but um thinking that like if you don't figure it out in the next year like you're fucked or something you know but i feel like that's not true anymore yeah, so love it well, i think that's me and george uh, we're, we're basically switching career paths a complete 180 yeah. you know from family businesses like commercial cleaning construction to technology you yeah know, yeah you know app entrepreneurs right now like it's complete 180 so yeah I yeah like i feel like that's just the most true thing of especially through like lockdown right like i think a lot of people are discovering new things about themselves because like they might have lost the career that they thought was that for them for the rest of their life. But, and then now they're like realizing, Oh, I actually really passionate about this other thing that I'm going to try out kind of thing. And they're trying a new thing. So I feel like that's like, that's definitely the advice I'd give. I think. It's good advice. Love it. Yeah. A lot of people, you also just to add to that, you also don't know, like I'd say very few people know what they want to do their entire lives at a young so age. True. I thought I knew what I, I knew going to my family business. I just knew, I looked at my dad, I'm like, Oh, it's like entrepreneur CEO. That's what I want to be. And I, and I, yeah. in some capacity, I did. And I thought that specific, feel to like you know take over what he's that done path. is that path and i was convinced to like a few years ago i did that my whole life and i still enjoy it like but it's not like my maybe not absolute joy and i try this new thing like we're trying this new thing i was like wow this is really like interesting we're 30 like to your point you can start anytime don't yeah. Be, yeah. people that say 30 is old it's not old at all you yeah know? i think age the, is just a number yeah like for me like i know like like um so i guess for music even like it was like after high school like i didn't think music could be a thing kind of thing and like for for a good couple years i was like because in in my small town i was like this doesn't happen like nobody nobody does this kind of thing right and um so i think for me it was like when we got into this and i was like we can we could do this because it's not like you have to have this all figured out by 20 or or 19 or something like that and and that's your career for the rest of your life kind of thing and it was like we figured it out and like just ran with music kind of thing and it's worked so um but i feel like for anyone else though it's like I, i always hear people kind of stressing about like um, this, you know, my career fell through or like, you know, this, I, I don't know what I want to do. And then they just like, they think because of their age, like, or wherever they're at in life, they have to like have it figured out now, but that's not totally true anymore. 100%. Yeah. yeah. You can Completely always figure agree. it out. Completely so, agree. Yeah. Boys. It's a blast. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. you guys coming on. Like we're, we're definitely going to do a round two in the uh, summer spring or something. Summer, yeah. fall. 
Uh, but yeah, appreciate you coming yeah, on. If good. people want to find out more about what you guys are doing, shows, concerts, music, SoundCloud links, where can they go? How can they find you? I think Instagram would be easiest. Just yeah. Instagram, always yeah. never, you know, like yeah, yeah. always never. Yeah, it's super Sick easy. Name too. Nice blue <laughs> yeah. check. What's up? Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, perfect. We'll share it in the uh, in the comments, the bio. Uh, guys, if you've made it this far in the episode, we appreciate you. We thank you so much for for listening. Give our boys a, a good follow on Instagram, and uh, yeah, that's it. Subscribe, like, review. All those fun things. And until next time, signing off, pals. You like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain. And I don't remember all of my mistakes and every high. I got alone.